0: Locked Talk Radio the light up? Shut up! Good morning and welcome to this week's segment of Live Without Limits. Today's discussion is going to be working from home, building good work habits. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about having good work habits in the first half, and then we're going to talk about having multiple streams of income in the second half. Having good work habits means that you set up a certain location where you work on a daily basis. You have... set schedule of hours, you make sure you are not interrupted during that time, and you have the office set up the way you want to do it. First of all, what you need to do is figure out where you're going to go and what room you're going to use as a, a workspace. Then you want to set it up as a real office in your home, and it may only be a few steps And you can wear anything you want to wear while you're working. Sometimes it's usually good to to dress up and to put on makeup or, or a suit. The purpose being that when you set yourself up in such a way as to show yourself as being in an office, then you think of your location, even if it's in your home, as your workspace, and you think professionally. That's why you'll notice that whenever they talk about working from home, they tell you to think of it as your, your place of work and set it up as you would if you were in a physical location somewhere where you had to get in your car and travel to that location to be able to uh, go to work. The purpose being that when you think of it as a professional location and position, then it becomes a professional position. You also need to set a time that you're going to work and keep that time. Usually when people, when companies hire someone to work from home they and they transfer calls into their home, they have a set time that they're supposed to work, say from 9 to 6, And if they are professional about it, then they sit at at their desk and they work from those hours. But when you're working for someone else and you're working out of your home and they are funneling calls to your home and on your computer, then you have no choice but to be sitting at your computer working. So think, even if you're working for yourself, when you have contracts with clients, you're working for someone and you have a set time that you're working for someone. And if you have young children that are in the home, then you need to make sure that they know that during these times they are not to disturb you. They are. You, if you have a room that you're using that you can close the door, then you close the door. What we are talking about is good time management skills. You cannot procrastinate. One of the things is when people are practicing good time management, they first have to look at the things that they don't like to do and do those things first because if you do the things you enjoy doing, then you can take more time doing it and forget about doing the things that you don't like to do and then what happens is you don't get your work done for the day. Then after you have completed the things that you don't like to do, what you do is you look for a way to schedule other opportunities for yourself, other things that you need to do. And the last thing you do, usually at the end of the day, is all those things that you've written down that you really enjoy doing. You have a set time for doing these things and you do them on a regular basis. Now, what we're going to talk about next is not just good time management, but also how to prioritize and figure out what it is that you wanted, you have to do to complete a project. What we are trying to do is help you to set up a successful business. And having a successful business is to think of yourself as a business not just something that you're doing to occupy time. And we want to help you look at things that you can do that can really help you to establish your business in a good way, to have a success at what you are doing. So think of this as good time management and what time management tells you to do is to prioritize, manage your time better, uh, limit all the interruptions that you have, have good work habits. Let me tell you a story about what I did to set myself up when I had started working from home. You, at what I had to do was I picked out a location, I set up my desk, I put all the information and all the books and all the materials that I need that I would use with that business on the shelves or in bookcases so I had easy access to them. Then what I did was I made sure that I had an internet connection that where everything would stay up continually and they wouldn't go down on me. When being on the Internet and being able to access different websites is an important part of your business, then that becomes one thing that you have to look at. When someone is working for a business where they are provided the computer and the phone, then they have to set up the phone service and they have to set up the Internet service. I know a lot of people say if you have a laptop, to take that laptop and use the wireless connection. But if the wireless connection does not stay up and is not consistent and you need to have constant access to the Internet, then it is important to have a provider that gives you the equipment that works so you can have access to the Internet on a continual basis. Then the last thing you want to think about is planning your day, writing down what it is you're going to do and how you're going to do it. When you have a plan, when you have something written down, then it keeps you on track for the things that you need to do on a continual basis. And that is an important part of what you want to do is to have a a a plan in place. you want to know exactly what you're going to do, for instance, what I do is I get day timer and I have the monthly day timers and I have it written down on a on my day timer, what my schedule is, what I'm supposed to be doing from this time to this time, what I'm supposed to be doing from here to here. Uh, so I know what it is I need to do and how to do it and schedule it. That is why when when people do work from home for a company, the company gives them set times and set days. Yes, they have flex time, but what we're trying to do is help you understand if you have your own business, whether you're an independent contractor for a company which is how the company sets it up. They, You are not a direct employee for them. What they will also do is probably, pre- depending on the type of service they are, some companies do provide health insurance for you, some don't. If you are someone who needs health insurance, then what you need to do is research. You research the company before you even apply to work with them. You want to know whether or not that company is going to be a company that you want to work with on a long-term basis. And remember, many a times when people go and work for a company, what they do is that they go and they they get hired on the job. They think they have an impression of what they think the job entails, But then when they get there, they find that the job entails something totally, totally different. So what you want to do is look for some ways that you can set up a program or a project that will help you to have a a knowledge or a consistency of what is going to be going on, how it's going to work, where you can lay things out so that it will be there for you and you can have access to it at any time that you need it. These are important aspects of having good work habits. And that's one of the things that we're, the main thing that we're talking about is how to teach you or help you to build good work habits. You have them when you work in an office, but, you don't always have them when you work from home because you don't always think of your home as the place that you you need to be to to get out to be to help put this in a good perspective, so you have to have some good programs or projects that you're working on to help you. Then if you have things set up where you, you've gotten your location set up, you've built some good work habits, you also need to look at having some multiple streams of income because when, one, when you have one project that's earning an income, you may be working on something else to establish an income. So you need to build some really good work habits, and build a pipeline of different things that you need to set up so that you can establish those those that income. Because we know that when one source of income is down, you need to look at having another source of income. When you work from home and you are just starting your business, what you what you probably want to do is look for some good affiliate programs. To do that, your initial thing is to first look at the field or the, the, what it is that you have a strong interest in. If you have a strong interest in health care, then you can go and research the Internet and find companies that have affiliate programs. You can go on Commission Junction to find these places. You can also go on a a program called... Wait. Not thinking of it right now, but, but there are several projects. What you just need to do is if you go on the Internet and you go into Google... And research multiple streams of income, or also put in if you're looking for multiple streams of income, companies that offer affiliate programs in healthcare. And they will give you a list of these because you can usually go on these particular sites and you can register to be an affiliate with the program. There are many companies even Herbalife, who not only are you a distributor with them where you sign up directly with the company and you purchase through them, but they have websites and you can get through them a replicating website. When you have a replicating website, then what happens is you can give that out as a website for your customer to purchase products for you. Or if you're looking to build a downline, then they have a program set up where you can you can teach people about and, and offer them training about the products and about sales and how to build a good sales force or how to Im- improve their sales skills and how to introduce the product to new customers Uh, The idea being that this is a way to help you understand the skills that you need so you can build success within that company. Not only as you can go with two or three different companies as an affiliate with them, you can actually look for multiple streams of income by having other, other Affiliate programs like training programs. For instance, there is now the Black Business Builders Club, which offers a good training program to teach people how to build good skills on having their own business. Plus, they also have a different sources of ways that you can build in income like bringing in people as an affiliate who need the training or offering different products that you can sign up for and market yourself as a private label. They also have a business advisory group which helps you build good business sense. So what you need to do today is look for the different sources available to you. You want to first learn how to have a good business sense. You want to have good business habits. And then you want to look for good business sources of income. There are some good affiliate programs that can really help you. There are some products where depending on the product, the person that you're signing up with They are just looking for numbers as opposed to looking to help someone become successful. So you really need to do your research first before you actually sign up with a company. One thing in my background, what I did was I signed up with a lot of different companies as affiliates, but it was a way for me to learn about those companies so I can use them as examples of what a good affiliate program is and what a bad affiliate program is. Because a lot of them, they they are more about the income that they're bringing in to the owner as opposed to helping others build a good business sense or even build a good income. So we want to help you to understand how you can think of some ways to build some good business habits one thing is learning how to build good communication skills understanding how you communicate with people and in what style you communicate and how to read people because if you are talking to someone and you may have them hooked on the sale just by the explanation of the product itself, and they really understand it very quickly, or they can be someone that needs to ask you a lot of questions. And if they're very detail-oriented, then they're automatically going to ask you a lot of questions. So you have to understand that. If you're someone that, that likes to get down to the bottom line immediately and they like to ask a lot of questions, then you're going to get a lot of frustrations because you're not going to understand that what you need to do first is to explain the product to them thoroughly. You've got to talk to them in their style, not in your style. That is a very important aspect of what good business building habits are. You want to be able to do things in such a way as to help someone Really understand how they can make money with you and one of the things was in building good a good multiple stream of income is understanding how you can the different sources are for having an income for instance, I'm an inscape publishing distributor I can actually use the products. To with individuals that I work with to help them have good work habits, good time management habits, good communication habits, uh, reduce the personal stress in their life. One of the things that we're talking about and why we're talking about multiple streams of income is to help you reduce the stress that you have in your personal life. For instance, when you are in business for yourself, sometimes it takes time to really get the income established and, and working for you on a continual basis and get up to the level that you want it to. But what happens if, say, that per, the the income that you set up, it doesn't actually work for you the way you expect it to immediately? Then what are you going to do to reduce that stress. You have to have other sources of income available to you. For some people that may be that they go out and they get an actual physical job somewhere where they have an income coming in. For some people they can't handle the stress of having their own business and worry about where the next income is coming from. Now I'm going to drop back a little bit and I'm going to explain to you while we're talking about having good work habits and setting up your own business. We have now moved back to where we were 100 years ago at the beginning of the 20th century to the entrepreneur. So many people today are looking for employment, and they're looking for the old tried-and-true jobs that existed 10, 15 years ago when we were in industrial age, and there was still a lot of manufacturing going on. And we've slowly begun to move into the information age. That means that more and more people are researching the information. What's happened is you've got the millennial generation, and they are the the group that were born in the 1980s up to the present. And because they have access to computers, to cell phones, they know how to use the technology to research and build a business and and use the the tried and true techniques of going through Google to and building keyword advertising so they can market their product, for instance, I happen to have attended a presentation on internet marketing that was offered. Buy stores online. And this particular program was free and it taught you how to have cash flow on the Internet. What that means is that you learn how, to, uh, what does keyword advertising is, what is geo targeting mean, and how to build, have multiple websites in one shopping cart where it all goes back to. The same shopping cart where people can purchase their products from you. For instance, when my particular main website is called OnePersonalCareerCoach.com, but I can also set up a website where I I call it AskDevita.com. That can be a way for me to generate an opportunity for for potential clients to ask me questions that I can. Answer or develop a program around to help them understand what it is they're looking for, or I can also do something where what I'm doing is offering an opportunity to someone to to claim and understand how to build those multiple streams of income, for instance, another thing that's important is. When I was dis- discussing multiple streams of income, and I got kind of sidetracked on how I can work with individuals. Another thing is because I'm selling training programs, I can also sell them to companies. And that when I sell it to companies, and that means I'm selling, I'm selling in bulk because they're going to buy the training programs, and then they're also going to be buying the assessment profiles. Also, that's that's two different streams of income with one product. Then what happens is I can also set it up where if I, because it's in the training field, I'm going to be looking for people who have a background in human resources, And these people who have a background in human resources can possibly have done some training within the company. And why those are the people I'm looking for? Because they may very well be interested in going into business for themselves and interested in finding products that they can use with their clients to offer training programs. So see, there's three different sources with one product that I can develop into an income. I, first of all, I can work with individual clients. Second of all, I can sell the product to companies. And third of all, I can build a downline because this is a network marketing company. Now, network marketing is a very important or very good way of establishing an income for yourself. And why companies have used network marketing is because it has proven itself as a good way to be in business for yourself without being by yourself because you have a sponsor who brought you in and he's got an upline and these people are invested in your success because when you are successful and bring in an income for yourself – then they earn interest off or they earn a percentage of money off of your sales. So it is a invested interest on their part to help you become successful in selling and marketing your products. So that may very well be a source of income that you need to look at as part of your multiple streams of income. So you have affiliate programs, you have network marketing programs. These are sources or things that we need to look at and consider when you are looking at growing your business and building multiple streams of income for yourself. So now we've talked about looking at becoming an affiliate with companies within your particular field. There are also companies out there that may not be in your particular field, but they may very well be a product that can be used by people within your field. So they're the closest to what it is you're doing, and they may very well complement what it is that you're doing. So that is something to consider when you're looking at growing and expanding your own business. This is usually a good time in a down economy to start a business because many businesses who start out small may very well grow to become large companies in the future when money becomes more readily available. Or what can happen is a company down the road can decide that they want to purchase your product and buy you out and they will pay you a large sum to sell out to them and also sell you stock in their company. Right now I am involved with a, a company called Local Ad Links and that particular company is an advertising company where people can advertise their products on the internet. It was started by someone who's had several different companies that he's sold out, and each time he sold the company out, he has made or increased the amount of money that he's made. So he's been a successful businessman, and since he's a successful businessman, now that he's started this company, even though it has not gotten to the point where the product is actually launched there are people that have signed up to market and work with him and, and and come in as business builders and put in a lot of money to become business builders because it allows them to know that when the product is is launched that there will be an in influx of sales and they want to be on the bandwagon. What happens is when you come in as a business builder, then that means you can bring in other people and have them go out and sell the products. It costs three hundred dollars or more to set that up, but you can also come in as an advertising executive, go out and make a sales up to a $1,000, and once you've made sales up to a $1,000, then you have set yourself up where you can now become a business builder, and you can bring in other people to sell the product, and you can make an income off of what they're doing. More and more companies are setting themselves up in such a way that they want people to work for them it's independent contractors, and they're understanding that they have to create multiple streams of income to help someone to build their income when i register when I became an advertising executive with local ad link then what i 've done is i've put together a list of people that have been using pay per click to market themselves because when you use Pay per click. You are bit to bid to get high on the list. You bid yourself high, and that means you probably bid three, four dollars per click. Then what happens is every time someone clicks over to your website, it's costing you four dollars. If you have a hundred people that click over on a monthly basis, and you're and you're bidding. Four dollars, then it's costing you sixteen hundred dollars per month just to pay for quick. But if you would advertise with local ad links, it would cost you at the most two hundred dollars a month. And what happens is that you're set up where you can your website or your link can be almost set up to be at the top of the list without paying exorbitant fees every time someone clicks onto your website. And the and what's happening is when you use pay-per-click, it's costing you more money than it would, not just because you're paying much less per month, but because when you average out that for every 100 clicks that people click to your website that come through pay-per-click, one person buys. So that means that each click is cost, is is only worth $1. Well, if you're bidding $4, then you've paid $3 more than you really should have. And if you really want to make money on pay-per-click, you should never bid more than 50% being that you want to have people understand that when they are looking at doing pay-per-click, then what they're doing is creating a source of income for marketing, but you want to do it in a way where it can earn you money. That is why you should never bid more than 50 cents whenever you're looking at doing something like that. You also should be looking for ways to help people to, to bring in an income. Now, what happens is people figure, well, that if they, they're they paying out $400, but if they can easily make $400 on a the sale, then they've broken even. Well, that may be, may be reasonable, but why break even? Why not try to earn an income from it? So if you never bid more than 50 cents and it doesn't cost you more than a dollar and you make $400 off of a sale, then you've earned $300 extra than it would have cost you. So why not set things up so that you can be earning an income rather than just breaking even on the sale of a product? And what if you don't make but $100 on a sale? then what happens is if you're bidding $400 and you're paying $400 a month and you only made $100, then you lost $300. So you need to weigh what it is and how things are going to work for you and how to build that income and establish more of a way of building your income and it's increasing your income now let me I touched on and mentioned the Black Builders Club and the multiple streams of income for you one of the things that they offer is they offer training they teach you how to have a business they teach you how to market a business they have different training programs on a continual basis to help you build your business they offer eBooks, articles, and reports to help you grow your business. They have an entrepreneurial training center. And for one thing, you want to build a source or, or build good skills to be an entrepreneur. And if you don't, it's not always something that people know how to do and they need to be trained in. For years, most people who went into business themselves would take would go to college and take business courses a lot of people wouldn't real estate learn how to sell real estate and have a good income from real estate by taking a class on on becoming a real estate agent. You have to be licensed to sell real estate so that means you have to learn how to sell it you learn you have to learn how to have good work habits because a real estate agent works seven days a week they you especially you have to work on weekends because when you are showing a house, someone who's looking to move may not have time during the the day during the week or even in the evenings during the week to come and look at a house. so the weekends become a time when you have an open house, and you will have people come and look at the projects and, and make their decisions on sales. That's why for real estate agents, most of their sales have come on weekends. Now, and other sources of income, and by being a member of the Black Business Builders Club, is that you get shopping discounts, you get travel certificates, you get... An affiliate program that you can make money every time someone you bring into the business and pays their membership fee on a monthly basis they you pay a four dollar fee and you pay it and then you pay ten dollars separately that ten dollars goes to the individual who brought you in and the four dollars goes to the maintenance of the website at the, that you're getting. That's a replicating website and helps you to increase your immediate cash flow for those who need to know that they have money coming in on a regular basis. Now, one of the things that they offer is that they have software that will generate sales for you and automatically deliver products. For instance, every time I do this show, I download this as a as a downloadable audio program. I retitle it to the title of the program, and then I upload it to my website. So this is a downloadable software product that someone can purchase from my website. What I have done with my website, which creates multiple streams of income for me, is that I'm selling my InScape products through my website, plus I'm also selling the audios from my radio show, plus I also have products that I have developed that I sell through my website. So I have more than one source of income and product to sell. That's one thing that you need to look at is how can you develop when you go into business for yourself a a, a a multiple products. When you when you're first starting out, one of the things you do is as you develop your products, you have affiliate programs and network marketing programs that you work with as a source of income while you're developing your product. Your product can be articles, it can be an actual physical product, such as the audio programs that you do. It can be something that someone can touch, like a training program. It can be a, a product that you're working on, such as, A table or a chair, something that you're building, if you have, if that's what it is that you want to do, then you have to look at things that you can create for yourself. And how would you go about doing that? Now, some other sources of income from this one club is that you have links to resources to help you grow your business. You have Private access to thousands of money making resale and private label rights that you can resell. You can also have member to member networking opportunities. And you have the ability to make unlimited audio and video postcards. When you want to send information to someone, People will listen to and believe you if they can physically see you That's the, and rather than just listen to you. When they see the expression on your face, when they see the, the look in your eyes, then they can tell that you are being someone that they can trust. That's why most sales are done face-to-face as opposed to done over the phone because people want to know that they can trust you. And you have to build trust within your customers. You have to build relationships. One way of learning how to build relationships is having good communication skills. And I can tell you what happened to me. I recently had someone um, see my name on direct matches. And since I happen to live in Atlanta, and he's working with the World Financial Group, he's looking to bring in people that are insurance agents. Well, that's another thing that you can people they. That's a network marketing program, and they tell you anyone is a potential customer, but uh, don't be looking for people that are that have already have been married or established their their financial plan because they are not going to change an agent just because you call them they're not going to want to meet with you. And what I found was this guy was young, he's 26 years old, he had just moved to Atlanta. He was looking to build his downline, he's also looking to build sales so he figured that by, since he didn't have friends and family that he could call on, that what he'd do is he'd look for people who were in the city, and contact them by phone and invite them to a meeting, and go that way. And he called me, inviting me to 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 and giving me the website. I went on the website when I understood that it was selling insurance and I knew it was something that I was not interested in. And I called him and I let him know that. When I had first talked to him and I said, I don't have a call and I'd like to get up to the meeting to listen to it, he was, oh, yeah, I'll find someone that will bring you to the meeting. And then the moment I called him back and I told him that I was not interested in that product but I had a product that could help him, market and build his business then what happened was the day of the meeting he's calling me and saying that he couldn't find anyone that was willing to out of their way to pick me up and bring me to the meeting but then what they wanted to do was they wanted to make an appointment with me and meet with me and tell them about their product their program and their product well fine if we're going to do that we're going to meet at a neutral place I'm not first of all I'm the place I'm staying is not mine I can't just invite strangers into someone else's house. And at the same time, why would I invite you into my house as a stranger? So if you want to do an initial meeting with me, you've got to do it at a, a location that's neutral. And for me, that's Starbucks. And when you go into Starbucks, you will see people having and conducting meetings and presentations on an ongoing basis continually. And why they do this is because it's a neutral place. When you are meeting someone for the first time and you want to present your program to them, you need to look for a neutral place. But if you're thinking that you're going to walk in and have a presentation with someone and they're going to walk out with the sale on insurance, it's not going to happen. That is why insurance agents tell you to. Start with your family and friends first. Well, then it was like, okay, we'll call you back in a few weeks, and we'll see if you're ready to do something. Well, I can tell you, when he calls back in a few weeks, I'm not going to be ready to do anything because I'm still staying at someone else's house. I've still not met you, and there is no way that I'm going to invite you in to do a presentation for me. And especially when it 's a product that i don't need that 's why I understand when when uh, when you want to tell me about your product and I have a a product that I want to tell you about that can help you market your business, we need to meet at a neutral place, so those are things that you need to think about when you are looking at doing sales presentations to people who you haven't met that 's why many times having a a video. Postcard is a good way to do a presentation with someone that will help them to understand your product and how to market it and build their sales so what are some other things that you can you can think about that you would like to hear discussed about about setting up and working a business from home. What are some of the things that you need that can help you establish the skills that you need to have, to have good time management skills, to have good communication skills, to understand how to build good relationships? I want you to visit my website, which is www.1 personalcareercoach.com and I want you to look at some of the programs that I have to offer and see how they can benefit you with building the skills that you need to have to have to become successful. Do you need good time management skills? Do you have, do you waste your time? Do you not know how to prioritize what it is that you need to do? Do you not have a location and then you also have people that will help you declutter and organize yourself because another thing that people have problems with is that they tend to be have clutter in their house. They have, And when you have clutter in your house, then you're also cluttering your mind with so many different items going on at the same time. You need to have things organized and you need to... Understand how to do things so that you don't burn yourself out because when you, ha- and and that is why it's important to prioritize your time and the importance of the things that you need to, to get done so that you can complete all your tasks. But you don't want to be doing all the things that you don't like to do all at once. You want to make sure that you always have time for yourself to do something that you really enjoy doing. For instance, and I will give this story as an example. My sister has just retired from teaching. Not only did she not like teaching, that she did it for 30 years, but she's not a real people person. She does not even know how to hold a conversation with people. She does not know how to treat them with respect. She is very demanding. What she does do is know how to cover her tracks, to, to sugarcoat things with strangers, to make it sound like she really is interested in them, but then behind their back, she'll make cutting remarks about them because that's the way she is. She does not understand that she's not being honest with people. Not only that she was a teacher, but she's also in retail. And that's another job where you have to be a good people person. Well, that's where she learned how to sugarcoat things and put on a a face, because she's been doing that since she was 16 years old, and that's the job she always fell back on during summer vacations, during during breaks between classes, and not only did she do those two jobs at once or, or at different times, but, you know, with, within a, the same day, but she also went to school. So what she was doing, because she had to have a certain master's program and she had to keep up her certifications to as a teacher. But all of those things were things that she really did not like to do. After 19 years of teaching, she finally resigned from teaching, and I got out of her what it was that she liked to do. What she liked to do was she was always very good in math, so if she had taken those skills and put it into and worked with a business where she could have traveled around and gone into companies and kept the books for them and then sat down with them and told them what she did and how she did it, she would have felt a lot more comfortable doing that. And she would have probably have enjoyed it because it would have given her a chance to travel around, which she really liked to do. So what happened was, Because she was always being told, oh, you're poor, you're poor, you have to go out and get a job, you have to guarantee yourself a job, you'll at least have summers off. Then she went into teaching, and that is something that she did not enjoy doing. And then what's happened is, now that she's resigned, what happens is she fights with everyone because, yes, she has a good income, but she's very unhappy. She doesn't like herself. She resents the people around her because she was pushed into something that she did not enjoy doing from the get-go, and she takes it out on everyone. But it's also something that she learned to play as a game, that When she wants to do something and she doesn't want to take anyone with her since she's the only one that has the car, then she will start arguments with people and she'll scream at them and yell at them because that is how she can say, oh, I'm in a bad place and I need to be alone. Okay, well, you can do that by being honest with people and telling them, I want to be alone. I don't want to take anyone. I want to go out and spend time with so and so as a friend. I don't want my family tagging. So be honest. At least say this is how I feel about something. Don't expect other people to to appreciate what it is that you do. What you're doing is creating animosity. You're you're creating hostility and you the thing is that this was an environment. That this is how she learned to, to treat people because of what went on around her. There was always hostility in the home. There was always fighting in the home. There was always screaming and yelling in the home. So she learned that, and she treated her sisters exactly how the parents treated them because she felt she thought that that was an okay way to do things. Well, it's not. All you're doing is creating more and more anger, and especially when you have a sister that you know cannot handle and doesn't understand what's going on around her and has internalized that anger so that she beats up on herself constantly. And when you look in her eyes and you look at the expression on her face, you can see that that's a woman who's depressed because my mother created hostility in the home there both of my sisters are on antidepressants both of them have underactive thyroids, which they probably would have had anyway but they and, and all but all of us do have high cholesterol but only one of us is taking the medication for it and what you need to understand is how the, the home environment that you grow up in also influences who you are as an adult. It influences the choices you make as, for employment. Today, people are going more and more into entrepreneurship because that's the only option available. Jobs have moved from physical workplaces to the home on the Internet, whereas at the beginning of the 20th century, it was People were entrepreneurs where they took their products and they sold it on the streets. Today, people are selling their services and their information through the Internet, through websites. And you need to think of your website as your storefront on the Internet. And you have to think of ways that you can earn an income from it. That is why if you have a product that you're selling and you need and you need other people to help you sell it. Then what you need to do is set up an affiliate program. And one thing I found was that when you set up an affiliate program, when you sell it through the internet, then you can sign people up for nominal fees and use that as a source of income, but you don't want to expect to do something where you're going to travel around and hire people to do presentations for you and then sell it for $4,500 Because and then, say, and then figure that you'll have at least one person because you may only have one or two people and you've paid out thousands of dollars to rent out rooms to do presentations. You've spent thousands of dollars, even hundreds of thousands of dollars, to make an info commercial that you put on TV and pay thousands of dollars just to run it on different stations three, four, and five times a day to pull in enough people to inc- to build or to have people in the audience because you figure out of uh, every ten or twenty, every fifty to hundred people that show up, one or two are going to buy. So the idea was to get as many people that you can in the room there, have the best presentation possible, and then hype people up on how much they're going to make and what your checks were when you started out. But that may not be the best way to go. You may want to look at it as how can I do it where I'm really helping people. If you're looking to do it where you're going to do a big training program for people and have them come on a continual basis. Then what you're going to do is you want people that are really going to sell your product that really believe in it. And you may not have that if you're doing doing it through a big marketing company. If you're doing it through your own website where you set up an affiliate program and you're charging a nominal fee to set up a replicating website, then it's building you a source of income that's a steady income and that can only grow over time because you're still, in essence, bringing in the same money, doing the same marketing program with the original website that you had and the original company that you had. Now, let me spend the last three minutes going over what it was that happened to me. I was in went into a program that was offered by someone called Anthony, and he called it Hidden Secrets. And what he was doing was teaching people and talking about the system that he set up and how it made him a million dollars a year. And he had built up 30,000 keyword advertising what he had really done was he knew because he was a millennial, he, he went on the Internet and he researched a product that he could sell that, one of the, that was one of the products that people were looking for the most and had a high ranking on the Internet. That happened to be credit cards. So he contacted the different banks with the different credit cards and he used, built a website where he could market those products. And in doing so and in building the keyword advertising, he built it up to a million dollars a year. So he developed a, an info commercial to bring people to a meeting that he was conducting at a hotel. And he went into a city. He had five different hotels that he set it up in. And he would do it for two to three minutes. I mean, a 90-minute segment in each presentation. And then who he he was marketing to were baby boomers who had lost their jobs and had money in the bank. And he was going to come back and teach them his system and tell them how they can make as much money as he could. And they had to remember that they had to do it exactly as he told them because he couldn't guarantee them any sales any other way so what we need to do is think about things that you can do that can also help you to be consistent with your product and your sales and i would like to thank you for attending this presentation and listening to it and i would also like to remind you to come back next week because we are going to be talking about how to build good business relationships. And I would also like to remind you that you can go to my website and that's www.onepersonalcareercoach.com and you can look at all the different products that I have. You can purchase products from me and you can even purchase coaching sessions so that I can help you learn how to build good business skills. I can also use the assessment profiles to help you understand your communication style and how to build good communication styles. And I can help you establish the relationship with your customers so that they will continually come back and purchase from you on an ongoing basis.